0: Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of the the KeepTheChange.co.nz podcast, audio versions of Money Mail. We're up to week number 51. A big, big, big week this week. If you haven't got the written version, I suggest you go back and have a read. Um, Maybe maybe have a read regularly if you want to look at a couple of these things. And this flows on to another lesson in a couple of weeks' time as well. But the title is... Is renting really a waste of money? The mortgage trap? Well, this will be controversial because potentially it is not what you've been taught and it's not what we like to talk about in New Zealand and it goes against what we should all allegedly be growing up to do. So let's dig in and see what it was all about. We all know by now that Kiwis love to buy properties. As an investment class, the odds have been stacked in its favour for decades. Add to that, outside of wanting to be an All Black, for most Kiwis, their dream is to own a home. In New Zealand, we see property as an investment vehicle. In a lot of other countries, people see property as shelter. I was speaking to a group of financial advisors last week, and one asked me about rent being more expensive than a mortgage, so it's a no-brainer to buy a home. In New Zealand, we need to do this as fast as you can. I can understand this. I've done it before and get where it comes from. Then, at a dinner on the weekend, I mentioned that I rent. The first question I got was, What do you pay for rent? As soon as they knew, they said, Well, that's the interest of a mortgage on XXX amount of a house. It was like he'd already run a spreadsheet on this and just had to pull it up in his mind. That was a dinner with uh, older people who own a home, and that's often the thing that they instantly calculate in their head Oh, you pay how much for rent? And they times it by 52 and they go, oh, well, that's the interest on a million dollar, you could have a million dollar house. Well, could you? Anyway, let's keep going. That line of thinking forgets the deposit required for a house and the actual loan repayments. Or that you don't want to buy a house at all. Or that you love where you live. Or that you hate maintaining a section. Or that you don't know where you want to live yet. But anyway, it's a very common line of thinking. Your rent is X amount of interest, therefore you should have this sized loan. Through researching money, finances and humans, it almost seems like you're not allowed to suggest that renting could be a good option, let alone consider it as a good idea. I think avoiding the tough conversations of the downsides of buying a home isn't very smart either. Let me give you part of my response to the question of the advisors. I said, what about the people that rush into buying a home? They get sick of their job, they're miserable every day, they don't like going to work, but they have to, and they've got to pay down their debt. What is the non-financial cost of this in our society in terms of productivity, stress, and happiness? This is near on impossible to measure, so we just ignore the tough conversations and pretend there are no downsides to owning a home. Question, why don't you quit your job and get happy? Question, why don't you move if you don't like where you live? Question, why don't you take a break if you so need one? The answer, I can't. I have a mortgage. This is a common reason for people not chasing their dreams or having a crack at things that will bring them fulfilment, that is, the old mortgage. A house can be a trap for so many people and we need to understand that before buying, right? No one is going to tell you that because it's not popular opinion nor fit with what we are taught to do. There is no right or wrong answer when it comes to whether you, yourself, should own a home, okay? There are clearly pros and cons to both renting and owning. Perhaps we need a live stream to discuss some of these in more detail sometime soon. Same with those of you who are currently renting. You are okay. Nothing is wrong with you. Everything starts with identifying with what you want from life. If it's a house, cool. Build a plan to achieve that. If it's flexibility, great. Build a plan to make that possible. When I look to the future, I see prices of houses increasing and getting even further out of reach for many when it comes to deposit and loan repayments. If interest rates rise, how will paying down debt even be possible? I see rent controls coming in too. These will look like limits on how much a landlord can increase your rent. Maybe we are moving towards a time where renting becomes okay or even a good idea. We will have to wait and see. Again, we find ourselves in a time where the answers are tricky to find. We must figure out what is most important for us and head down that path. Rent it or buy it, or you do you. Luke P.S. You're one of 3,586 recipients. Did you know, median prices for residential property across New Zealand increased from $665,000 in March 2020 to 826300 in March 2021. A new record high for the country, R-E-I-N-Z. Gee, we've had a few of these new record highs when uh, going through some of these stats, haven't we? So that's the median price for residential Property across New Zealand going from $665,000 in March 2020 to 826300 in March 2021. Pretty scary. Want to get these emails to more people? You can join the Keep the Change community, you can sign up for Night School, forward this link to a friend or someone that wants to learn, and of course, you can watch the free Side Hustles webinar, keepthechange.co.nz forward slash side hustles and business. All of those links are at the bottom of the email if you do want to have a look at that. But this week, week 51, we're nearly cracking an entire year of money mail and I built up the courage and brave enough to have the conversation of is renting all that bad? Now, in New Zealand, obviously we are taught so very well and so very often and so very hard and early, grow up and buy a house. The sooner you're on the property ladder, the better. All those types of things. And there's never really discussions from the other side saying, don't do it, don't do it, you can't move around. Fuck, you get a 30-year loan. Are you really going to live there for 30 years? Is that what you want to do? Is that how you see your life playing out? Oh, but you can just sell it. You can just sell it and move. Oh, yep. How long does it take to sell a house? How easy it is to sell a house? Keen to do those lawns every week out there? going to do the repairs, see this thing, see that roof, it's going to be buggered pretty soon, you need to sort that, you got any money to do that, Ah, put it on the mortgage, there's a solution for every counter argument of not buying a home and the point as always is you do you, you do what is important to you but you do need to understand that the concept of buying a home, we have been heavily, heavily, heavily brainwashed in New Zealand now, no no one's probably going to say it like that, but it is if you go and ask any of your mates and you ask their parents their aspirations in life: buy a home, buy a home, buy a home. You've got to buy a home. You put a post on Facebook. Well, I just brought a home. Holy fuck, the thing nearly breaks. The internet's nearly broken. 500 likes. Post another one. Who else is buying a home? Go and get one. Jeez, we need more of it. And it is just the thing to do. And hey, that's cool if that's what you want to do and that's your dream and that's your path, all good. But maybe stop and go, where's that come from? Who taught me that? Why Why are we all so obsessed with it? You know, what's what's the, the driving force behind it? And this topic is one of the ones that people just love to get going on. And one of the things that I think that renting has over um, buying is that, when the market starts to get out of control, as it has been recently, you don't choose where you live. You don't choose where you buy. Sorry, the market chooses and dictates where you can buy. So, say you wanna, you work in the city, and you go, I've always wanted to work close to where I live. Well, tough shit if you want to buy a property, because you've got to go buy out and. Papatoe or wherever, commute 40 minutes, you start whinging about that. You never factor in the cost of your life that gets spent in that travel either. No one's going to advise you on that when they say, go and buy a house fucking an hour away. Don't worry about it. No, no, at least you're on the property market. And you forget all those things because you've got to go that far out to then be able to afford to get on the market. But that's your goal because that's your dream and that's what you've chosen to do. So then don't whinge about the travel and things like that because it's all part of you achieving your dream. You should be happy. You have achieved your dream, home ownership. Now, if you want to rent close to where you work and you can do that, suddenly you get to dictate where it is that you want to live and you're probably on a different path and you're on a different way of thinking. Again, there is no right or no wrong. I've owned, owned a home in the past and I've sold it and then I've rented for a long time I don't get scared by renting. It doesn't freak me out. I do have to find myself justifying to people how come I rent and, you know, oh, that's just such a waste of money. You're paying someone else's mortgage and all these types of things. But I'm driving a different vehicle. I'm on a different path. I'm chasing different goals. And the distraction of buying a home and having the thought of having to pay a mortgage often and be be tied to that for 30 years, Like I just don't need that. Um, that mental space taken up by some of those thoughts at the moment so that's I'm not on that but eventually you know I'll probably I'll probably get on that too but I just wanted to start raising for people the, th- the fact that you know it's okay not to be driven by buying a home or not to be solely thinking you know if you're a failure if you haven't got a home yet and I did get emails back from the odd person saying well I needed to hear this I've just been battling with the fact that some of my friends have been buying and I can't afford to yet or I'm not there and I'm not feeling like I'm fitting in and um, you know doing well enough and things. And so there is this big downside that we don't like to talk to and talk to, talk about too often in society when we can't do the things that we want to do and and it can have a big impact on us. So really, again, just want to reiterate, there's no right or there's no wrong answer. I'm not here to tell you whether you should be renting or whether you should be buying it's really down to you as always things start with what it is that you want to achieve out of life so you've got to start there but we should be sophisticated and smart enough and brave enough to have the conversation that we don't just get brainwashed and um blindsided to the the fact that there's only one way to go about these things you know it's it's up to you to decide how you want to live your life the ways to do it and how you want to live and what you're prepared to pay for your property and your rent and stuff and for no one else to really tell you. So, you know, don't feel like you're doing it wrong if you're not yet on the property market and ladder, um, but move yourself closer towards that if that is what you want to do in your life. All right, a little bit controversial, week number 51. See you in week number 52.